Before we begin, just to let you guys know, our logo artwork was designed by Nicole Anarchy and music by Taylor Paisley French. Warning, this podcast does contain spoilers for the Verse series. Hello everyone and welcome to the Best Damn Camp, a Ronverse read-along and analysis podcast that sets out to read all the books by Rick Rowden in timeline order. I'm a friendly neighbourhood lesbian author and host, Fran. Welcome to the show. Today I am joined by the mysterious blank, joking, Lachlan from <laughs> Accidentally Vaporised Podcast, which recently, I had to put the joke in because like you said to not say your name. I so did think, said, I okay, thought it would be really funny since my podcast isn't actually active right now. We we're discussing like, do we even mention it? I was like, what if I'm just like the mysterious voice in your head that only says positive things to you? Which I feel yeah, like I am, would be but I also actually exist. Rare considering. <laughs> Yes, you also exist, so you're not something I have to talk about with my therapist. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do one day. And Which that, would also definitely get me locked I up. <laughs> <laughs> but as you can all tell, yes, I have Lachlan, the hilarious godsend, here on, on the pod to talk things. I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm very happy to have you here. I like. I think you were the first, uh, like immediately after Meg, who obviously is immediately just like give me gay Nico. Um, you were the first person to say what you wanted from House of Hades mm. as well. So I'm very, and you're also first up. So very oh, excited to have you. Excellent. Yes. Well, I know last time someone in our podcast group was doing House of Hades, I was too late on the jump and didn't get this part. And it is the part I go the most feral for. And so I was like, you know, next time, next time anyone mentions this book, I'm just immediately jumping on it. <laughs> so, And here we are. Here we are so indeed. if you want to know what it is that Lachlan is going to go ther- feral, fe- I can't fucking talk, mate, <laughs> <laughs> go feral over, mm-hmm. is... <laughs> it's uh with the continuation of the timeline journey for house of hades section entitled hopeless in tartarus which is from pages 33 to 56 do we like what i came up with for the section title <laughs> i think it's very very accurate yes i appreciate you thank you for smoothing my ego um <laughs> <laughs> so as always we have our points to focus on so today we've got emotive storytelling drama and generally what we thought of it but because again i have a guest and also i've actually kind of just given up on it in general we're just gonna do like a basic overview and kind of feedback not too much detail because i don't care anymore um and i just don't have the energy to do it so (laughs) here is the overview of annabeth's pov chapters for House of Hades. Lachlan, do you want to go over it or do you want me to, to do it? Because there's definitely going to be a lot of spelling errors on my end. You know, if I go over it, I will start to deep dive into it too much because that was like how I did it on my podcast and 
we got it. We got to get through the overview <laughs> first. So I'll let you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 I will go through it. So here is the overview. Annabeth and Percy are still falling and have been for an unknown amount of time. Afraid of what hap- what will happen at the end if there is a it. Oh fucking hell. <sighs> fucked that up really badly it's not even barely it's barely even the second sentence let's try again here we go you got it afraid of what will happen at the end if there is ever one oh that's why because i wrote it fucking stupidly that's why if there ever is one annabeth holds percy closer i'm so glad i didn't have you read it now because that was so bad (laughs) then they arrive in an open part of the hellscape and fall towards a river they seem to be safe enough until they hit it. The water is beyond freezing, and as they try to fight against the current, the river is telling them to surrender. And Percy nearly does until Annabeth gets in talking. Once freed from the water, they begin to realise how desperate a situation they're in. The river makes them want to surrender, the air is poison, and the ground is made of glass. Not to mention, the only way to actually survive and heal is by drinking fire water. <laughs> Mm-hmm. things just go from bad to worse for our heroes they must escape tartarus and while thinking of a plan arachne appears and nearly kills annabeth before percy's sword deals with her percy is taking a darkened edge to this world and if that wasn't scary enough a vampire a, bleh, a vampire who once tried to kill him may be their only answer to escape they have to follow the monsters Ooh. <laughs> oh god that was so much more difficult than it should have been (laughs) (laughs) no i feel like there's two like very different trajectories of this book right there's Percy and annabeth and there's everyone else Mm. and everyone else like they have their struggles but it's dark down here yeah they go through some it's really rough rough times side note do you you curse here Oh yeah, yeah. Like, okay. like I say, you're, you're British. So. <laughs> yeah, like, I, we're, yeah, like I think I've said the word "cunt" a few times on this page, nice. which I'm just like, I don't know that that's like one of the words. Unless you're Australian or British, yeah, kind of like most people don't say that word. See, but it's I've funny because now I've spent enough time around you and Owen that I have to hold myself back from saying it out loud. I say it in my head all the time now, but I'm like, oh no, we can't. <laughs> No, I'm still in the US. <laughs> <laughs> and I will I will be in trouble. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. So, yeah, no, we say everything, so go for it. Hit Excellent. it. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Cause I do have I have lots of lots of thoughts and feelings about this whole journey okay. these two are on. Go for it. We're on the feedback section. Okay. Hit me with it all. Okay. So oh I know that. Annabeth says it can be like nine days that's like the legend and I mean probably not that long but at the same time like if they're just in the dark just falling they have no so like they can't even see the walls of this hole that they're falling through so they have no way to track anything neither of them I guess are wearing a watch or they don't do phones because Rick didn't think about how technology would actually catch on in life um I fully believe he just didn't think cell phones would really like be a thing. Like they wouldn't be popular. So yeah, that's, they don't need cell phones. But separate from that, getting off that soapbox, they don't have any way of like sensing 
how time is happening. And obviously, like, time is different, maybe in different places from when they were in the labyrinth. So, I mean, yeah, it could be nine days. It seems like a lot, but sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I definitely thought it could have been because, like, mm-hmm. in the previous section from what everyone would have heard from the last episode, we don't actually know how long it's been since they fell in either. But it seems to have been a period of time that the leftover seven have, like, been falling apart really easily. Mm -hmm. The leftovers. Yes. (laughs) I mean, that's how it's written, really, isn't it? They are are the leftovers. That's how it's presented. (laughs) Um, But it seems like it's been a long enough of a time that they've fallen apart as a group, that things have just been going terribly, terribly wrong for an extended period of time. So it kind of, I was kind of like, nine days kind of makes sense with how fucked like how shit everything is yeah for the others <laughs> yeah and nine days would make sense so i'm kind of down for it being nine days it would right. suck but like it makes sense but like at what point how far into it do you think you would be before you stop being scared and you're like okay i'm just vibing here now like i don't see a bottom inside i can't see anything around me this has been going on for however long now like <laughs> i'm just thinking have you seen spy kids 2 yes there's a scene with Junie and Carmen falling mm-hmm. into a mountain. Yes. And they just keep falling and falling. And after a while, they stop screaming and just start chilling. That's that is probably, exactly what I'm picturing the that movie. Subconsciously that subconsciously like, was probably in my mind. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Spy Cakes 2 came out before House of Hades. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I probably would have been thinking that, like, whilst reading this as well. I was like, yeah, yeah. like, they've been falling for a while. So like when do you get tired and just yeah. fed up with like, it? yeah like at what point does your body become accustomed to that feeling and that sensation you're like i don't even like feel this anymore yeah. like, it, just, it just is yeah yeah it's interesting yeah. maybe it's just hmm yeah. these kids have been through a lot of trauma so maybe it would take a little bit longer like carmen and junie they've been through some stuff but like not like that much Mm-hmm. It's like the trauma is like, it just lasts longer because trauma. Whereas it didn't last as long for the spy kids because um, they don't have as much of that. I'm just picturing the scene now for a moment. Just like, how long have you been falling? I don't know. My watch can't tell time. Um, so I was <laughs> like, it feels like four hours. I'm like, it feels like longer. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so when Annabeth is having that in a monologue of like, has it been a few hours? Has it been days? That was literally immediately what my brain went to. It's like, wow, it's literally that scene. In yes. Like it's yes, it is. <laughs> just more emotional. Because mm-hmm. like, Junie starts eating a chocolate bar. Because <laughs> he's hungry. It's just you it's know, absolutely hilarious. And I'm just like. They really should have done that because then Annabeth loses her backpack. Like once they actually show up they, they should have taken advantage while they had the chance <laughs> they should have had snack time yeah i mean she had some ambrosia didn't she yeah she could have she had did some before ambrosia. yeah yeah she had some you know could have fixed percy's yeah. fingers and that still are, like, absolutely torn to shreds like yeah fixed the last of her ankle as well because right. was still janked right could have done a lot of things in that time mm. yeah Use your time more wisely, everybody. That's the lesson from <laughs> this. Like, you didn't fall correctly. <laughs> you did, yeah, you, you didn't try. fall correctly. Well, let's, you let's should run it back. <laughs> let's drop you again and do better. <laughs> Be best. 
<laughs> do better this time fall better yes respond better your trauma really isn't important it here it's no. how you fall exactly yes exactly it's not what happens this to you but how you respond to do it better <laughs> exactly we're so terrible oh my god we but are, I do, but this I is do the podcast enjoy... where we do terrible things <laughs> yeah this little like I can't even call it a pity party because that sounds mean. But this whole thing of she's like, this is so like not fair. Like after everything we've done, you then throw this at us too. I'm like, yeah, valid. You guys have been arguably through like some of the worst stuff demigods in recent history have had to deal with. And it's just like one hit after another. But yeah, I, truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like just, how she yeah, says even something that's going to get people angry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, so, um, I was just gonna say that just uh, just for a thing that like got people angry at me last time because I posted it on Twitter, which was a mistake because oh, Twitter, Twitter is hell. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, is that Annabeth does like lay out all the things? She's like, I went through so much to get the Athena statue. I went through so many trials, and I was like, you went through two, three that at is, most with Arachne. Yeah. Like, that's not many. That's not many, and they were kind of easy. One was tricking dumbasses into mm-hmm. thinking you were like a leader, and the other was weaving. Yeah. <laughs> I was still like, I, I get it. It was a terrible time. It was a mm-hmm. terrible time. But it was also not as bad as like when you were in the labyrinth. The labyrinth was actually much worse than right. This it was trial kind of a letdown. The only thing that was difficult, it really was. Yeah, and that's what I posted on Twitter, which got people really angry at me. I was like, I feel like it <laughs> right, should well, be harder. Well, come for me too. Like, I'm not on Twitter. How did you say this about Annabeth? <laughs> it's something yeah, wrong oh with God. her. It's Don't just ever. Like, the situation it was built up to be like no Athena could has ever come back from this. It's the most challenging thing you could ever do, and it's like, but was it? Seem pretty easy, yeah. Compared to other things they've experienced, yeah. One of it, literally. And so it was when she mentioned that here that I did flash back to that moment of kind of like, but was it? Was yeah. it really that hard? Like you did really go through that much to get the statue. Yeah, like it I sucks mean, that you're here now. Yes. But, sorry. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could think this would be harder than honestly would be the that Sphinx situation in the labyrinth where it's like let me just ask you random factoids <laughs> and then she was like this is dumb this is an insult now we're gonna just fight you that i would say was easier than than this whole trial yeah. with arachne but still yeah yeah because that was that was comedy um <laughs> mm-hmm. That was when we could still laugh about things, <laughs> and and we just ignored all yeah. the horrible stuff happening underneath until we all turned like twenty one, and we're like, wait a minute, this is actually really really dark. But <laughs> I I think it's interesting. Like, yeah, when we could talk- still laugh. Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think I'm slightly out of time with you. <laughs> oh, it's all good. All good. So I was gonna say. It's interesting how she talks about how the gods wouldn't defy, devise a fate so twisted. It's like, do you think that they're taking notes for, like, next time they want to punish an enemy? Or like, wow, like, gay is really going hard on these guys. Like, let, let's save this stuff. <laughs> or do they actually feel bad for them? I would say yes. 
they definitely don't feel bad for them it's the gods they never feel bad about anything true um but also like i'm like it's terrible what's happening but also i'm pretty sure the you know the heroes in ancient greece did go through worse things i mean her heracles was made to kill his only own wife and children and then had yeah. to pay penance for being driven to do it by mm-hmm. doing terrible horrible tasks and basically being a slave yes for something he didn't actually do it was something he was tricked into doing by hera tartarus is still bad i think that's kind of worse because then he has to live with that yeah. of like i killed my wife and children with my bare hands and then was made to live as a slave doing tasks for an horrible king because of it even though i didn't do it by choice right but at the same time these are books written for kids you can only go so far yeah that's true yeah (laughs) i'm just a sociopath i'm just like make them make them go through worse make it hurt well then you just gotta rewrite them (laughs) just rewrite them as an r-rated fashion i don't know what what the scale is in books but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there is one actually, interestingly. I think it's yeah. just like kids, middle grade, young adult, new adult technically is there, but not really, and oh. then just adult. What is new adult? It's not a proper scaling. Interesting. New adult is like college. Like, but a lot of like traditional publishing don't really use new adult because they don't like the label that much. But like, new adult makes more sense because it'd be things where you can have like steamy scenes, mm-hmm. but it's like college age. So, like, older and also you can have still have the sort of coming of age stuff but it's with like mm-hmm. slightly older characters it's like you still kind of come of age when you're at college yeah yeah i'd say that's where most of it actually happens <laughs> not when you're 18 yeah. yeah 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 um so i'll write them as new adult stories where just everyone just has trauma and everyone has to go to therapy yes. it's not it's not in the subtext at all it's just right there on the page no need to interpret yes. <laughs> what's actually going on. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, I guess it works out for Annabeth that Percy did decide to go with her because she definitely would have died if he couldn't control the river. She would have just oh, yeah. exploded <laughs> when she hit the ground. But yeah. 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 I don't know. Good for that. Oh, would she? It makes me wonder, would she actually, because the whole point of Tartarus is to kind of keep you alive, but sort of half living. But it's it's meant for monsters, though. Yeah. It is meant for monsters. That is true. So. Okay, yeah. yeah. So she'd be dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I do wonder, like, how much it walks the line of they have enough of the mythology, like enough of the gods in them to keep them alive. But at the same time, they're not 100% in it. In the way monsters mm. are. So in that sense, I imagine it would probably yeah, that's be true for them. You know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah she'd be dead. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be so painful. <laughs> yeah. I actually I read, and I wish I hadn't because it was so, so devastating. I read this like fanfic where she did fall alone and Nico like felt it when she hit the ground. <laughs> and died and then percy just goes 
insane dark Percy mode and like I think like ends up like destroying the world or something like it was so detailed so heartbreaking so so horrific yeah oh my god great writing but emotionally cannot recommend like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I was about to say also like why do people write such devastating things and I'm just like oh wait I've made people cry with my books so like yeah I get it yeah I do it too pain (laughs) is joy Um, (laughs) but yeah oh god I can't I could not imagine oh and it's the fact also that like I'm I'm just thinking about a fanfic now of just like Percy because he was stunned initially when they were falling towards the river what if Mm -hmm. Annabeth hadn't gotten his attention fast enough right and because you know he thrives in water to a degree Mm -hmm. that when they hit it he was fine and she wasn't and then the guilt of that situation of he wasn't conscious like he because he'd been falling he was stunned Mm And it was then technically his fault that she died because he didn't come to his senses quick enough to be able to cushion their fall into the river. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I should write it to cause physical pain. Oh my gosh. Do not ask me to read it. I've been through enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Wow. I took it. I've taken it too far. Um Wow. Oh wow! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but speaking of the river, I have seen your comment here. If you have many big thoughts and feelings yes. about the Missouri River, hit me with them. I'm intrigued. Yes. I'm excited. Okay. First off, and you can cut this if you need to because trigger warnings and whatnot. Oh, yeah, like, as long these... as you say trigger warnings. You're yes. Okay. So, like trigger warning for like suicidal thoughts, like between Percy and son of neptune when he's like drowning in the mud and this rambus like i could just like die and that would be fine like rick's taking a real turn with this like overtly like these guys kind of want to die like dude yeah yeah (laughs) and i guess you could say some extent that's not true here because the river is controlling her in a sense but i feel like it also plays upon thoughts you already have and just magnifies them to an extent. Mm. I don't know what, what your thoughts are about that. I can definitely see that because it would make sense. It's a river of misery. And like, if you aren't someone who's a miserable person, it'd be kind of hard to be affected by that because it would have to pull on your already there misery. Or just kind of like Annabeth was kind of considering giving up at certain points during that whole lead up to Arachne and that kind of mm-hmm. pulled in that a little bit. So yeah, no, I kind of agree with you. Those thoughts kind of have to have already been there to a degree for it to work. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, if someone who doesn't have, like, well, obviously everyone has miserable thoughts to a degree, but if, like, <laughs> they're not... If, if there's someone who's, like, mentally well, they're probably not going to be as affected as much because they mm-hmm. have that wellness that, that, like... Sure, they'll probably have some miserable thoughts here and there, but they won't be ones that will be as easily affected towards them whereas yeah. if you've got someone who is mentally unwell like every percy jackson podcaster because we are all <laughs> we are all sad <laughs> it's maybe that's why we do this <laughs> it, literally yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so i feel like if you're already at a low level and the river magnifies it gets you to about like mid-level if you're already at mid-level then it's like this is taking you like over the top automatically oh, yeah 
you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Then I also love this sort of parallel here where like in Last Olympian, Annabeth was Percy's tether and like her hand appeared to pull him out of the river because like he almost died in that. And now here she's like, yeah, I'll just drown. That sounds fine. And then he grabs her and jer- jerks her back to reality. She doesn't want to die anymore. And they get out of the river together. So it's like they're each other's tethers. Yeah. And it's just really cute. And I love them. <laughs> I love them too. I really do by that moment. I would say them in Tartarus Mm -hmm. was kind of like, I've always been like on and off with Percy Beth as a relationship, but them in Tartarus really cemented like the relationship to me, which Mm -hmm. is funny because trauma, (laughs) (laughs) but also because like they were their strongest here. They actually like, they relied Mm -hmm. on each other a lot. Like, they could not literally survive without the other whereas and also they kind of they didn't get on each other's nerves they weren't mean about each other mm-hmm. I have a whole thing about this Percy is a bit too mean to Annabeth for my liking especially oh. in his inner monologue but oh my yeah yeah I have I will talk about this with you afterwards because it's I, I have many thoughts but I don't want to bog it up here because <laughs> this doesn't oh. happen in this book right um Annabeth also has her moments here and there, but like verbally, but it's like that whole thing of just sometimes people say mean, mean things because they don't actually know what else to say because they're stupid and they're kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they also have too much going on. <laughs> yes. I mean, Annabeth is like the poster child for, like, you know, child tra- childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, like to the nth degree. I, and right. oh, I'm surprised that didn't, that kind of, thing didn't pull in her mind at certain points as well if it was like in the misery moment as well because mm-hmm. like oh Ed, sorry we'll move away from that yeah. <laughs> they are definitely each other's tether and i like they 100 if percy had been with someone else i don't think they would have survived if annabeth had been with someone else except for maybe piper because she has quite a strong connection to piper <laughs> yes. i don't think she would have survived so like it's literally if they were if they didn't have each other they mm-hmm. likely wouldn't have survived if they were with someone yes. else. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do think it would have been cool if this bit had been expanded more, almost like when they were dealing with the sirens and Sea of Monsters, where Percy like had this whole like dreamscape almost of seeing what was going on in Beth's mind. If it had dived in more and created this whole like imagery, I don't know, maybe that would have been too dark if you're just all your depression thoughts were just present projected in front of you. But I think it would have been cool. I think it would have worked considering like the level that like Rick has already gone like yeah we're gonna go full depressive in this book yeah um so I think it could you could have definitely lead into it of just like yeah the misery river is showing you all the terrible things that have happened in your life so she sees flashes of Gabe treating Sally and Percy terribly she sees flashes of um like his dad saying you shouldn't have been born and all this mm. like all like the worst possible moments. Right. Um or even one of like him losing Annabeth in Titan's Curse. Like yeah. all the terrible things that had happened and all this sort of stuff. See flashes of that. Cause I think that would also have been nice because like Annabeth is technically never seen into Percy's thoughts about her. Yeah. He's he's seen into her thoughts and also kind of gotten an understanding of her feelings because she's a lot more open about her feelings than he is to a degree um mm-hmm. because she's a where has where's her heart on her sleeve sort of person whereas he's i will think things and then hopefully something will happen um yeah. sort of because he's a boy 
Right. So I never thought about that, I guess, because we we do get his entire monologue for five whole books. So, like, I don't even notice sometimes when he doesn't say things to other people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I already know. Yeah. I do the same thing where I think things. I'm like, don't you just automatically know how I feel? What do you yeah. mean? I've been in my head all day. Why aren't you there, too? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And I kind of think that's, like, why... It's like what I hear like a lot of discussions that people say that Percy loves Annabeth more. I'm like, but no, 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 hard no, hard no. And the whole thing is like, I know people think that. And the only reason they think that is because we've been in his head and we've seen Mm -hmm. the way in which he thinks and feels about Annabeth. But we've also seen him being an asshole about Annabeth in his mind (laughs) as well. Like the whole opening bit in like The Last Olympian where he's literally comparing Annabeth and Rachel for two three paragraphs and basically saying rachel's better because she's not rude she doesn't kind of say things and doesn't actually say what she means i'm like that's shut up (laughs) yeah stupid boy um but like it's moments like these where i'm just like this is where you can see that annabeth loves percy more because firstly Mm -hmm. she's the first person to say it because she literally says i love you in this Mm -hmm. book first time they've ever said it to each other and she's the first person to say it. Not that I, not that he necessarily hears, but she yeah. said it. And she's the one who keeps him going. She's the one who's getting them to safety. And yeah, he's the one who kills Arachne, but he's kind of in a dark moment there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she is kind of, in a sense, pulling the weight in this moment. He may be doing the action things, but she's <laughs> getting them out of the water. She's getting them and finding them somewhere to survive. He collapses and she brings him back to health. Mm-hmm. And like, there's whole moments about it. And like the anger that she feels when she realizes it's Kelly, that she's like, I want to go over this boulder and kill every single one of them, but I just don't have a dagger. That's literally the only reason why I'm not doing it. Which mm-hmm. I love. And she's like, I would do it, but I don't have a weapon. So I kind of <laughs> can't. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. Because just, <laughs> you just know if she did have her dagger, they'd all be dead. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she's that pissed oh, off. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if it's a question or a debate that even should be had of who loves the other one more. I think it's just people express love differently. And mm. I mean, and she also said like she thinks the water was almost affecting him more and maybe because of his connection with Poseidon or something. It's like, oh, oh Poseidon kid, you think the water's going to help you? Actually, it's going to kill you faster. So to some extent, like you can't control that. That could have happened to like either one of them mm. as far as like who got messed up the most. But yeah, but I do think it, but we, I do agree that we get to see more of it from her perspective, which we haven't gotten to before. Yeah, very, I very really cute. do. I really, really like that. I just yes. also just like that we see most, because the whole thing is like a lot of the previous series, which is obviously mainly Percy's POV, the majority that we're seeing is like him doing things to show his care for Annabeth like, through actions because they both mm-hmm. show their love through actions a lot and this is kind of the first real time that we're seeing a lot of her actions showing her love for him mm-hmm. of you know getting him out of the river talking to him to get him out of the river you know getting him all these sort of things like it's Percy and Annabeth's love languages are definitely acts of service mm-hmm. like very much so yes and I kind of love that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for the situation they're in. Yeah. Um, yes. So can we talk about my, my like favorite part? Go for it. Know? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so so I, I even put in the 
document for everyone listening like this is this is my bit this is the part i've waited about for years to talk about so here we go right so percy is like he's going downhill this isn't gonna work out and so you know she has to like figure out like okay we gotta stay alive like you're son of poseidon like how ridiculous would it be what cosmic joke if i died trying to keep you the son of poseidon from drowning like how how ridiculous which is like the same thought percy had when he was about to drown in that mud of like i'm son of poseidon i'm about to drown like yeah this, this, this guy has actually he's nearly drowned a lot in this series a lot of times for someone who like isn't supposed to be able to drown <laughs> yeah and rick plays a lot with his um abilities because admittedly yes. i it, it makes i'm kind of almost glad they do because percy is too overpowerful he's so overpowered i oh, and it kind of it gets it gets annoying uh, to us and this book honestly this is the book that i hate it the most but that's a conversation for when we get to that section <laughs> um but it's why i kind of like the drowning aspects because i'm kind of like, yeah, yeah weaken the bitch yeah let him be weak mm-hmm. as a side note i know this is something we'll probably discuss when you get to that point but thinking about katara and avatar i think percy should be able to bloodbend and i stand by that i oh, yeah. I, hard, I hardcore stand by that bloodbend I, for days i completely agree and Excellent. honestly i um i would all i would literally be fully for it if he didn't have all the other stuff already because i'm yes. like he's already overpowered to fuck yes um, like he does not need any more <laughs> right <laughs> maybe we trade maybe we trade yeah like like I, percy you get to pick 10 skills you already have 10 so you gotta drop one and then you get the blood bending <laughs> yeah like all he should be able to do is water bend and breathe underwater that's technically all he should be able to do yes but the boy can create water from shells like that he can do so much <laughs> and i can't he can even make cyclones as well like he mm-hmm. does and like earthquake based things and all this sort of stuff i'm like it's too much yes all that alongside being an incredible sword fighter without any training really mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like stop stop it now right. i say it again he should not have been able to do well against Jason because Jason's been training since he was probably five. Yeah. So, <laughs> and this is why people hate me. <laughs> you know, people should respect one other people's strong opinions. You don't have to agree. Yeah, even though yeah. it's true. Um... <laughs> okay. Yes. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yes. So in order to, you know, keep him alive. She's like, okay, we got to combat this whole misery situation. So let's think about positive things. Like, like what are positive things that, that we can, we can focus on. So she asks him to tell her about new Rome. Cause they had had a brief conversation where he had all these ideas, which it was so sweet when he was like wanting to tell her about it, but wasn't sure how she would feel because he knows how important Kim Haplet is to her. But mm-hmm. he's also like, no one in Camp Haplet has a future. As a side note, everyone dies really, really fast. So, like, it kind of makes sense for them to yeah. not be there as adults. Yeah. <laughs> but... oh, especially considering at some point they have to leave because Camp yeah. Half-Blood is literally just teenagers. And occasionally right. the college-age kids come back to be counsellors, but they go to college in the mortal world. I'm like, how are they not fucking 
fucking dead. <laughs> I think most of them are. <laughs> they probably, honestly, they probably most are. Most of them are. They don't really yeah. seem to have a strong alumni group. <laughs> they, re- they really don't. And the fact that that never changes, like, not to, like, say anything spoilery for Trials of Apollo, but, yeah, they don't put in any infrastructure that, like, New Rome has for, like, yeah, let's, you know, right. help people live long and have somewhere to stay where they're safe. And they're like, no, no, we're going to stay at summer camp. I'm like, you fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> You fucking idiots. Yeah. But I think that could also be from where it goes from a fun kids book to oh, there's like real life also. Oh yikes. Ooh. They grow yeah. up at some point. <laughs> we know? aren't Peter Pan. We right. grow up and we die. Yep. <laughs> yes, we do. If they but even yeah. grow up. Sometimes they just stay Ooh. teenagers and die. <laughs> Sometimes they don't even get to that point. <laughs> oh, big oop there but yeah so percy starts like telling her all this stuff like the architecture thought you like the houses there's this one street with these cool fountains because like he loves her and her interests so much he's noticing all these things that she would like and so it's not just like i want to do this but like i think this would be really great for you as well and i want you to be able to enjoy it with me not just go because i want to and it's like yeah you like we'll we'll go to college together and i love when she's like yeah here are some majors you could have and he's like what about surfing like oh my god so i, I think it. in the grand scheme of things like this page at page 39 specifically of the house of hades is the single part of the entire rewritten verse possibly any book i've ever read that i relate to this much like this page is me as far as like i'm so future oriented in terms of i need things big things to look forward to and that's what makes all the shit in the present worth it because i know all of it is going toward this thing like as some people know i'm in grad school i'm just about a month out from graduating and it has been an absolute shit show from start to finish (laughs) like i could probably fill up the entire river of lamentation from all the tears i've cried trying to get this freaking degree and so like that has been what has carried me through this of like imagining when i finally get to move out of this godforsaken place and <laughs> be with my partner when i get to have my own apartment like when i get to like decorate my house for christmas and like all these things like this is what i'm going towards i have to get through all the shit now but then eventually i will get this and mm. it's like i just i love doing that i love talking with people about like my dreams for the future and daydreaming and just all of that and like when i'm like laying in my bed at 2 a.m crying i'm like i'm gonna get there one day it's gonna be okay <laughs> I love it. oh my god but then yeah i also just like love this whole concept of like planning things for, with other people like what what do we want to do together what do we want to accomplish together and mm. just also just prime person beth vibes here like they're planning their future together because maybe they actually will get to have one. <laughs> but they're also in Tartarus, so probably not. But, <laughs> but yeah. 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 But I feel like that was something that was impossible for them to even conceptualize for so long mm. between all the stuff with Kronos and then just seeing everyone around them dying constantly. So the fact that they're even considering it at all, that he was considering it at all says mm. so much about how much they've overcome as well yeah 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 
it's, yeah, I, I really, I really do love that moment and just kind of like everything that kind of comes after that I feel like ties into like they are fighting so hard for each other for both of them to survive and it kind of gives the vibes of like they both heard the new Rome story now they both are thinking Mm -hmm. about it and thinking about this future that they're kind of like yeah we are not fucking dying here Mm -hmm. we will do anything we plausibly physically can to survive and get out even if that means following monsters, even if that means kind of going a little bit dark because you're just so angry and fed up. It's just, it's a book, but cinema. <laughs> right. Yes. Like everything else, whatever, but Persebeth in Tartarus is like, it's deep, especially now after go- going through the pandemic. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, but there's something like just so beautiful and inspiring about like even when everything is absolute hell around you, you still have this moment of like there's still this beautiful thing that I can hold on to that I am fighting for. Yeah, I adore, I adore it so much. Like, yeah, I know I go back and forth on Persebeth, but yeah, no, this is the book. Yeah. This is the book that cements. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Situation yeah. for me. Page um, thirty nine. Yeah, page 39. Page 39, Mm -hmm. my dudes. (laughs) Yep. That is love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking Mm -hmm. of love that can sometimes get dark, the arachne scene. (laughs) Oh my god. It's so fast. Yeah. Which is kind of scary. Three lines. Yeah. It's literally like there's a moment like Percy sees something, Annabeth turns, Arachne jumps, and then she's cut in half. Like it's yes. kind of written in like three paragraphs, I think. But like it, that, that's still really quick. Like we don't mm-hmm. even have her say anything. Arachne just appears, jumps, right. and is cut down. Mm-hmm. And it's the look on Percy's face, and like. As being like, I've never had anyone do something for me like that out of like rage and grudge and all those sort of things. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of concerned because he yeah. looks pissed. Like he looked like, and his whole comment of like, she didn't deserve to die that easily after all she put you through. Oh. And like the whole thing, because like obviously we've got our cast with Percy Jackson now. I'm here because like Walker's like gone through a bit of it. Like his voice has changed a little bit already. I immediately mm-hmm. read this line with Walker saying it because like Walker obviously talks all about like Percy's rage, yeah, and like how angry Percy is. And I'm just like Walker I'm, gets it. <laughs> Walker gets it, and I immediately pictured Walker saying that to Leah's Annabeth. Oh my god! And just that scene because like I had that with like when they have the fall in the previous book of seeing. Walker mm-hmm. and Leah doing that. Yeah. And therefore. And then this scene right here, I was like a, another moment of seeing the two of them. And like, Leah is such a good actress. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to get the emotion of like awed, but also kind of scared. Like, mm-hmm. she'll have, you know, she can pull that look off. I mean, I've seen yeah. her in Beast. And I, I oh don't my like God. Thriller. Beast was so good. So good. So good. If you haven't watched it, people, you need to watch it. Literally. Oh my and also, God. Also, if you want something slightly lighter, but you want to see Leah in something, Sundays at Tiffany's is also really good. That's a really sweet rom com film that she's in. And she's like very main in it, which is 
cute. She's very sweet. And also, she's got the emotional depth scenes. I can already tell that when it gets to the emotional scenes later on. Mm-hmm. We know Leah's going to have the depth for that. We yeah. know. We can well, not even it. later on. They've already Rick's already said that they're adding in more backstory and whatnot. So, oh yeah, that's true. We don't we don't oh. know what backstory or whose or to what extent, but yeah, and we've seen her wearing the necklace with the her dad's college yes. ring on and everything. Oh my god, yeah. Everyone, this we've is going to be Walker a good show. Necklace. I've seen Walker wearing the necklace. It's everything. And the freaking promotional pictures, not even like him just having fun wearing it on set. Like that felt intentional. It was definitely <laughs> intentional. They're putting the hints in early. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like seeing just like I was picturing Walker and Leah in this scene and like, you know, it's going to hit hard when they ever get around to adapting here as well in Puss. But even just reading it, it hits hard because Percy's kind of scary, but it passes quite quickly. And like Annabeth picks up on it, but also she's kind of like, oh, it's kind of cool that someone did something like that for me. Mm -hmm. At the same time. ah! (laughs) Yeah. But part of me wonders again, like how much is this, the environment affecting him yeah again like like, same thing with with what my thought about the river of it's amplifying what's already there it's like Mm. we know we've we've always known there's there's some little darkness in percy but this just escalates so much so fast yeah so i feel like to some extent it's like okay let's just dial that up a bit why don't we yeah, yeah here let's have some fun with it <laughs> yeah i'm i kind of agree with that a lot i wonder if like tartarus kind of brings out the things that people hide about themselves like percy mm. tries to like percy's a snarky little bitch but like mm-hmm. he can be angry sometimes as well he just it's almost certain kind of sometimes tries not to be yes whereas in tartarus it's turning up a little bit more where he can't not be because he's in tartarus everything's terrible mm-hmm. um Whereas with Annabeth, like, Annabeth is angry, but, like, the thing that I always felt that she tried to hide the most was how emotionally broken she was. Because mm. we see her mm-hmm. fall apart quite a few times in Tartarus. Yes. I kind of wonder if that was that was her side of, like, the dial being turned up. It's like, she just can't contain how scared she is. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, she always tried to hide how scared she was. Like, even with the, like, leading to a Rackney thing. She feels scared and she's thinking, like, I really wish other people were here with me. But she, like, keeps pushing past it as much as she can. And now she's at that point where she can't, like, because it's literally everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like it almost ties back into their childhoods as well. Now that I'm just running really hard into this theory where, like, Percy grew up around Gabe for a lot of his life and saw Mm -hmm. how horrible that dark side can be. So, like, when he was feeling those feelings pushed away because like i even if he consciously thought or not of like i don't want to be like that i don't want to turn into a person like that so we gotta we gotta control it and then down here he's like can't control it anymore let's just go hard into not hurting annabeth but hurting anyone around him as Mm -hmm. maliciously as possible like yeah like yikes and then with annabeth you have how her stepmom treated her you have how we know now arachne like psychologically torturing her so much Mm. as a child and so there's so then she has that aspect of just living in fear constantly yeah and And now that's what's getting amplified here Uh, yeah i could totally see because like these kids are traumatized when you are traumatized you revert to like the first time really the trauma happened it's like that whole Mm -hmm. trauma response thing of like 
when you're in a really bad situation, you can almost revert back to like the last time, like whatever is connecting to that trauma. Like, and mm-hmm. for both of them, it was their childhood. They are almost reverting yeah. to that initial childhood trauma. And that's just maybe, oh, I went, oh God, someone who's a psychologist <laughs> <laughs> talk about this. It, could this be possible? I don't know anything about psychology. It's why I'm in therapy because I need one. Right. Um, <laughs> I need a psychologist. Um, it could be possible. I could see it being the reason. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of their aversion is instinctual to a degree. And, like, mm-hmm. instincts kind of come from, I think, like, things that you experience in childhood, but also, like, things that, like, yeah. later on through trauma and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, we also know that Percy did want to fight back with Gabe a lot. Yeah. Like, like, we read about him in the first book of, like, I want to hit him, but I can't. Or, like, he had to make the conscious decision of letting his mom handle Gabe at the end versus him going back and killing Gabe himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we... Like, that whole time he's had that. He's had that rage. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's it's fascinating. I've written I'm so decades. smart. <laughs> you, you are. I mean, this is why you're getting... Is it... Is it like a doctor? Th- it's a doctor. It thing, is. It is yeah. a doctorate. Yes, it's a oh, clinical it's a doc- doctorate. Like a full doctorate. Yeah, I, yes. I couldn't remember like the actual terms. Yeah, this yes. is why you're a doctor. <laughs> Three more weeks. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this, this is why I get smart people on the page because I just talk nonsense <laughs> and they talk oh, smart you. things. <laughs> I talk. How can I make them more traumatized? Mm. Um, and it's like, how about we just examine the trauma instead of yes? How about worse? we acknowledge all the trauma they already have? <laughs> and I like, no, give them more. <laughs> oh my god! Um, uh, but backtracking for a second, like just really briefly, um, hmm. when Amber's talking about the the fire river, and she's like, "Wow, this is like a ghost chili smoothie." I'm like. Babe, if you really want to describe hell in your mouth, just eat a Carolina Reaper. Like, just go all in. Like, that is the worst, like, measurably, that is the worst pepper you could possibly eat. And it was developed in my hometown, fun fact. Ah, hence the name, Carolina. Carolina Reaper. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's the worst. Like, when people are preparing it, like, cooking, you have to have, like, a goggles on gloves like you cannot like touch anything wow yeah Mm -hmm. that's it's serious (laughs) serious stuff wow Mm -hmm. okay yeah and rick's from the south so technically he should know that (laughs) but he's from texas so Uh, i don't know how far it travels i just know that fun fact (laughs) fair he could have googled it this is around the time that googled about the hard this, is around, this book is not that old you know what i mean is in like rick's old so maybe he didn't oh my god to... this book is 10 years old yeah oh so it's oh but google was around and like most people knew how to use google but like some people of rick's generation maybe not as much i'm sorry i need like an emotion <laughs> oh my god i know it's i it makes me so old <laughs> And here we are, talking about them a decade later. I started high school the year this book came out. Wow. Wow. You started high school? I started high school. Oh, shit, yeah, I forget you're younger than me. Yes. I was like, I'd already left high school at this point. Oh, I didn't realize we were that far apart, but yeah. 
Yeah, no, I yeah, graduated high school 2017. Yeah, I graduated, quote unquote, um, in 2012. And then co- I guess because uh, our college is technically 18. So yeah. I guess I graduated in 2015 slash 2016. Yeah. Yeah, no, 2015, 2015. Yeah. Because I did a year later because I had to go. I had to leave for a year because I had spinal surgery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's valid. Yeah. That's very, very valid. So, <laughs> only two years apart, technically, then. Yeah. School-wise, at least. To be honest with you, I have no idea how old you are. <laughs> I'm t- going to be 28 this year. There we go. There I we knew go. you were, like, closer to 30. Yeah. Oh, God. But, yeah. Don't describe it like that. <laughs> okay, well, because I'm 23. So, like, I'm closer to 20. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fran. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just be the one who's hopeless in Tartarus. Oh like they, all they would need to say in the river to me is like, you're nearly 30. And I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. So much for being the positive voice. <laughs> I am never the positive voice. No, no, no. I'm me being listening. your oh, you. No, me being your positive voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have your moments. <laughs> Mainly on Snapchat. <laughs> oh my god, maybe I just have some dark Percy too. <laughs> maybe yeah. the river is bringing. Oh, just Tartarus is bringing it out for you. Maybe we should we should move on quickly before Tartarus takes us all out. Um, <laughs> Honestly, oh my god. Um, is there? Any, I think we've kind of covered like the main. The, those are literally kind of the, the only important parts of this section. Yeah. No, the last bit at this in. point is is just Kelly showing back up. Yeah, and still being, wearing like, that cheerleader outfit yeah i mean when you find your style you find your style that is no judgment true. yeah i I'm judge that you true. well actually no you're a vampire do you know that that's fine um <laughs> that's cool mm. um though maybe don't go for minors so you know what are your thoughts on choice. vampires uh they're cool when they're not creeps <laughs> yes yeah I, literally you're hundreds of years old. Get away from a high school. So valid. So, so valid. Well, if you want some vampire content that's not about high schoolers and you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend The Invitation. It's on Netflix Ooh. in the US, so I don't know. Oh, if I've it would got also a VPN. Okay. Surfshark, oh, well, sponsor you me, you little shits. <laughs> but yeah, The Invitation. Amazing. Amazing. It's it's I it's truly it. a movie for the buys. I would also just like to say, the men are hot. Best kind. The ladies are hot. I need to recommend you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a. I'll talk, I'll tell you about it after. Okay. <laughs> so I don't okay. try this too much. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Kelly. Um, and they're gonna yes. follow her. I just like that yes. Kelly's back because I think Kelly was hilarious. She was. Um, oh, oh, one thing I do want to dive into with this on the last page. Mm. When Annabeth is like, Kelly almost killed Percy. She manipulated Annabeth's oldest friend, Luke, urging him to commit darker and darker deeds in the name of Kronos. I'm like, no! Girl! No! Baby! Girl, stop lying to yourself! That's yeah. bullshit! Yeah, it he just- He was it's... doing bad things before Kelly! <laughs> right! Like, he was all- Like, she didn't show up until Battle of the Labyrinth. Right? Yeah, like, that was she the first literally time. only appears in battle. Yes. Like- she may have like helped convince him a little bit more to you know give up his body to Kronos, but yes. all the stuff before that, no, no, no. Yeah, he was already very, very far into it. So it just it exactly. makes it seem like she still has a lot 
to process if she ever will yeah. in terms of what he was doing to her and the control he had and how he manipulated her because she's still like my knife i've had it since i was seven it's like mm, mm-mm. get rid of that babe get rid of that you don't need it yes yeah. you need a weapon but let's not hold so much personal attachment to this knife like no yeah we don't know let's not do this let, let, let's, let's heal she needs to listen to what have could have should have um from the taylor swift album yes Nights. i very much yes. agree yes with, with like a therapist on speed dial for when she's done oh yeah <laughs> everyone in this everyone needs a therapist really badly yeah <sighs> um but i think i think that is all of it that's that just the last bit it's just everyone needs therapy <laughs> truly Camp Hapwood really needs to use some of that strawberry money to just hire a full-time therapist. Or, like, ten. They really do. Ten is probably more accurate. Just, like, on just an on-campus therapist. Yeah. At least one therapist per ten. Yes. Because you can get... You can cover ten, like, patients a day. Mm-hmm. Sorted. Yep. And they never have that many demigods anyway, so, like, technically they don't need, like, three therapists because most of them Very are true. dead. <laughs> yes. So... I really <laughs> wish we knew exactly how many there were, like, Lightning Thief to, like, the end <laughs> between Battle of the Labyrinth, the actual Battle of Manhattan, other people just deserting to leave to go hang out with Luke. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a good time. It's really no. not a good time. No. <laughs> uh, but, um, on that fun note, for the question of the episode... For uh, everyone who's listening, this week's question is: How did you feel about the Persebeth? I can't say that word. Persebeth. How do you say Persebeth? There we go. Persebeth intro to Tartarus. Jesus oh. Christ! Let me know the thoughts on the social medias and um, yeah, Lachlan. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Very happy to get back into it and share yeah. my thoughts about my favorite page of literature. Apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best page the best page yes, yes indeed <laughs> oh, dear so all the socials for Lachlan if you want to check out their pod and all that sort of stuff will be in the episode show notes and uh thank you everyone for joining us for this week's section be sure to join me next Wednesday as I continue our round verse journey bye everyone bye to plug where you can find our podcast, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and basically where you listen to your podcasts. In the meantime, between episodes, you can find the Best Damn Camp on various social media at Best Damn Camp Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me with your thoughts on the episode, you can email the Best Damn Camp at hotmail.com, or if you want to support the podcast, you can head over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash a healthy dose of Fran, which is linked in the episode show notes for things like early access to episodes and other exclusive perks. Want more Royal Universe content? Check me out on YouTube at a healthy dose of Fran. And if you want to support my writing career, drop me a follow at a dose of Fran on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Again, thank you all for tuning in. As always, I've been Fran, your very own hunter, and I'll see just me to you all next time. Bye.